0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Here's my question. When you see around the globe the mal-distribution of wealth, the, the desperate plight of millions of people in underdeveloped countries, uh, when you see so few haves and so many have-nots, when you, when you see the greed and the concentration of power, within, don't, aren't you ever,
2: did you ever have a moment of doubt about capitalism and whether greed's a good idea to run on? Well, first of all, tell me, is there some society you know that doesn't run on greed? You think Russia doesn't run on greed? You think China doesn't run on greed? What is greed? Of course, none of us are greedy. It's only the other fellow who's greedy. <laughs> this, the world runs on individuals pursuing their separate interests. The great achievements of civilization have not come from government bureaus. Einstein didn't construct his theory under order from a, from a, a bureaucrat. Henry Ford didn't revolutionize the automobile industry that way. In the only cases in which the masses have escaped from the kind of grinding poverty you're talking about, the only cases in recorded history, or where they, where they have had capitalism and largely free trade, if you want to know where the masses are worst off, worst off, it's exactly in the kinds of societies that depart from that. So that the record of history is absolutely crystal clear that there is no alternative way, so far discovered, of improving the lot of the ordinary people that can hold a candle to the productive activities that are unleashed by a free enterprise system. But it seems to reward, not virtue, as much as ability to manipulate the system. And what does reward virtue? You think the uh, communist commissar rewards virtue? You think a Hitler rewards virtue? You think, excuse me, if you'll pardon me, do you think American presidents reward virtue? Do they choose their appointees on the basis of the virtue of the people appointed or on the basis of their political clout? Is it really true that political self-interest is nobler somehow than economic self-interest? You know, I think you're taking a lot of things for granted. And just tell me, where in the world you find these angels who are going to organize society for us? Well, I don't even trust you to do that.
3: Indeed. Indeed.
4: Good. Uh, good evening, folks, and welcome to the Doctor C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I hope that uh, everyone has had a wonderful Christmas, um, and uh, looking forward to a great New Year. Today's date is December twenty-ninth, two thousand fourteen. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun, and I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. All right, so we've had a great Christmas. We've uh, we've gotten some great gifts, all of us, no matter what they may be. Mine are usually in the form of something tangible. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I got this, uh, I got a bunch of gift cards, which I think are great. I think I think uh, gift cards are really great gifts. They're a little impersonal, but then again, what can be more personal than money uh, in the form of a gift card? That's very personal to me. Other people's money is much more fun to have than spending your own. And I think it was Danny DeVito. Who said it best when he talked about other people's money?
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Well, I was just reading some of the, some of the, uh, the chat room chatter. Now our hearts go out to that flight that went down recently and um we hope well I'm not sure if there's much much uh much hope left in, in uh with regard to that flight, but uh we'll keep hoping and praying that something happens. North Carolina cops toward assassination attempts similar to NYPD incident. So uh the Gift of Blasio Obama Holder is a gift that keeps on giving, um, or is it a curse? Uh, let's get down to to, to th- let's get started with our topic tonight. The call in number is three four seven eight eight four eight five hundred. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a is a as a senator. He's from the great state of Vermont, and he is a a socialist. He stated that he is a socialist. He ran on a socialist platform in the great state of Vermont. So it is no surprise that he will advocate a socialist plan, a 12-point socialist plan for America. And you can look at this plan and the retorts uh, resulting  … … from his plan on The American Thinker, which is where I got the idea for the story in the first place. Linda Michelle says uh, her Christmas uh, – uh, Lady Lady Michelle said that her, uh, her Christmas sucked. Obama's still president, and I didn't get any of that white privilege thing. <sighs> That's unfortunate. Obama's still president for just another, what, 19 months, or is it a full two years? Are we counting down the months now until Obama uh, finally uh, relinquishes um, his um, tumultuous hold on the presidency? Uh, I don't know. I I, I certainly hope so. Um, But uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Bernie Sanders, let's talk about it for a minute. And tell me what you think about it Bernie Sanders twelve point socialist plan for america the The article reads that every committed revolutionary needs a plan. Karl Marx had one, and so did Joseph Stalin and miles Sedong. Add to that group of that group, socialist Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont, who is considering running for president. Can you imagine that as a Democrat? He's already announced a 12-point plan at the Huffington Post and he writes As Vermont Senator, here are 12 initiatives that I will be fighting for which can restore America's middle class. And one, if you're if you're if you're if you've pulled up the American Thinker article, you 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 read along here with me. We need a major investment and this is Bernie speaking here or writing We need a major investment to rebuild our crumbling infrastructure, roads, bridges, water system, wastewater plants, airports, railroads, and schools. A $1 trillion investment in infrastructure infrastructure could create 13 million decent-paying jobs and make this country more efficient and productive. Okay, here's the retort. And it's coming from Pedro Gonzalez, who is a regular American thinker, um, blogger, like I am, and you should be too. Uh, And his retort is, why does this sound so familiar? Because it is. Remember the Obama stimulus plan? That too was a trillion-dollar investment in our, quote, crumbling infrastructure. Why can I say that? Infrastructure, end quote. The favorite amorphous buzzword for government spending. How many millions of permanent jobs were created from that? I think the exact number was zero. Does he make a good point? I mean, does he make a good point? Does Mr. Gonzalez uh, uh, make a good point as a retort for uh, Bernie Sanders' plan? Because, frankly, I think that we do need – a major investment to rebuild our crum- crumbling infrastructure, roads, bridges, water systems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what we're, the government is supposed to do. And that's why we pay taxes is for these things to happen. I mean, really, when you think about it, that's really the reason why we pay government taxes. It's one of the major reasons. So is it a good idea? Well, the problem here is that, like Pedro says, or writes, the money doesn't necessarily go to doing these things. And the sad truth is that the federal government isn't good at this sort of thing. You know, very few of these businessmen turned politicians or women are very good at conducting business within the federal government going out. You know, the the, the govern, government isn't designed to do good things. They, they aren't designed for business. They're not business people. Remember back in the 80s when, when I was a young Marine captain working at the Pentagon, and we were buying $750 toilet seats? Three hundred dollar hammers each. A hammer. We were the the, the military was were per, the government was purchasing hammers for seven hundred and fifty dollars each. The business acumen was not there. We the government wastes money. They don't create anything. So you know when Bernie comes up with the, yet another stimulus plan. We simply yawn. <sighs> yeah. hmm Thanks, Bernie. Thank, th- yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Bernie. Okay. So now the next one, and go ahead and chime in here if you if if you feel like you, you you want to call in and talk about it. Um. Yeah. Lady Michelle in the chat room writes, "What have they done with all those gas taxes that we paid over all these years?" And Cox says, I didn't get that only thing I really want.
5: <laughs> Pants up, don't loot hoodie. They pa- oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. All right.
4: <laughs> Number two. The United States must lead the world in reversing climate change and make certain that this planet is habitable? Wow, I haven't used that word ever. Habitable? Have you? Have you? Has, have any? Have any of you used the word habitable? When was the last time any of you used the word habitable? That tells you that there's something wrong with Bernie right there, right then and there. If he used the word habitable, then that's a problem. Okay, but here we go. To make sure that this planet is habitable for our children and grandchildren. Or is it habitable? Habitable. 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 Okay, I got it now. We must transform our energy system away from fossil fuels and into energy efficiency and sustainable energies. And we need to greatly accelerate the progress We're already seeing in wind, solar, geothermal, biomass, and other forms of sustainable energy. All right, Pedro's retort, good news. Our planet is currently habitable for our children and grandchildren. Nothing further need be done. However… If we move away from fossil fuels to cutting-edge Don Quixote technologies from the 1900s, like windmills, our children and grandchildren will be paying enormous costs for energy and will have no energy at all when the wind isn't blowing for windmills and when the sun isn't shining for solar. What do you think?
5: Huh? Does Pedro present a good Uh, a counterpoint, a good retort. I don't know. You know, Don Quixote
4: technologies from the 1900s, windmills. I mean, how many windmills or those big um, jet aircraft-looking propeller blades
5: would we have to put out or build and then put into place to no yeah, you see a lot of the you know
4: in this case, Bernie's heart i guess is in the right place, but just like a lot of things that a lot of a lot of ideas that liberals put out there they just don't make actual feasible sense. All right, let's move on to number three. We need to develop our n- develop new eco- economic models to increase job creation and productivity. Instead of giving huge tax breaks to corporations which ship our jobs to China and other l- low wage countries, we need to provide assistance to workers who want to purchase their own businesses by establishing. Worker-owned cooperatives.
3: Oops.
4: (sighs) You know what? Here's the thing. Like a lot of you this Christmas season, I opened up plenty of gifts, plenty of presents, not only that, that were given, but some that I gave. And you know what? They had one common theme. Each had one common marker. Want to guess what that is? Yes, made in China. Fully 90%, and of course I checked, 90 plus percent of the gifts
5: that I gave or were given were produced in China.
4: I'm talking about... I'm talking about Xbox, the Xbox One that I have sitting in the closet here that I have na- I have yet to open because there aren't many games for it yet, and it doesn't work with the games that I already have, etc., 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 to the damn gift cards that I have a stack of sitting right here in front of my face. Yes, folks, the Starbucks gift cards… That I have right here and now, the P.F. Chang gift cards that I have
5: right here in front of me, right here right now, were made in China. Damn. So let's get on to uh, – let's get on to – before we take our call, we got
4: – I see, I have a call here, so I'm going to go ahead and take the call in just a minute. But before we get to that, let's review… Pedro's retort. This has been tried in many countries. Israel used to have cooperatives called kibbutzes. kibbutzes. I say used to because most of them went bankrupt. When people were not rewarded more for working harder and people were rewarded for not working at all, The system went broke because think about it. You're you're paying somebody, and they get paid regardless of whether they produce anything or work at all. It's kind of like a welfare system where you're getting money and really very little is expected of you, and as long as you stay poor, (laughs) they'll keep giving you money um, to do nothing. So once again, Bernie wants to do the whole cooperative thing and, you know, where there's absolutely no incentive to actually go out
5: and work and actually be a productive citizen. So is that going to work? Now, Lady Michelle writes in the chat room
4: that uh, there won't be any birds or bats left if America is powered by wind. And think how damaging that would be to our environment. Well, we need the birds, and we certainly need the bats. They eat all kinds of nasty little bugs. But, uh, you know, the ecosystem, things are, you know, there's there's a, so much debate going on about climate change, and you know I don't believe yeah you know, I believe that 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 this ball, this sphere we're living on, has been through a lot worse than what we're allegedly doing to it right here and right now. if you look at the history of this globe and how it was formed and how many
0: trials
4: and tribulations and turmoil it's been through, even before man set foot on it, even before we came into being, then to suggest that because we use gasoline and electricity and the other things, that somehow we're going to destroy the planet, and it's going to be uninhabitable, as a result of our using hairspray and gasoline and such, it simply doesn't make sense. You know, I I like the Lorax just as much as you guys do. You know, I'm a big fan of Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. It's one of my favorite books. You know, he speaks for the trees. You know, and I dug it as a kid. You know, you got to have the trees. You can't just go ad- go around cutting down the, the truculent trees to make a bunch of sweaters or feeds, you know, to just to make
5: more and more and more
4: and more money till you have no more trees. I dig it. Then all sorts of weird things start happening when there are no more trees. I get it. I dig it. To suggest that using gasoline and so on and so on and blah 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 is destroying this planet that has proven to be quite resilient over the last four billion years simply makes no sense to me. All right. So with that in mind, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. You're listening, and we're going to take our call as soon as we come back. You're listening to the Dr. C. Robert Jones
5: Situation Report. We'll be right back.
0: Some socialists seem to believe that people should be numbers in a state computer. We believe they should be individuals. We're all unequal. No one, thank heavens, is quite like anyone else, however much the socialists may pretend otherwise. And we believe that everyone has the right to be unequal. But to us, every human being is equally important. A man's right to work as he will, to spend what he earns, to own property, to have the state as servant and not as master, they are the essence of a free economy. And on that freedom all our other freedoms depend.
3: I love
6: money. I love money more than I love the things it can buy.
4: Does that surprise you? Money. It don't care whether I'm good or not. It don't care whether I snore or not. It don't care which
0: God I pray to.
4: There are only three things in this world with that kind of unconditional acceptance. Dogs. Donuts. And money
2: only money is better you know why
4: because it don't make you fat and it don't poop
2: all over the living room floor
0: there's only one thing i like better other people's money
3: Always defended this nation. Welcome to
1: How Smart Is Your President, a game show testing the intelligence of President Barack Obama. And now, here's your host, G.G. Ross. Thank you, thank you. You are too kind, thank you. Hello everybody, and welcome to How Smart Is Your President, a game show testing the intelligence of President Barack Obama. And of course, here's our guest, here's our player, let's everybody welcome President Barack Hussein Obama. Hello everybody, welcome to the show. We want to thank you for hanging out with us. Welcome to How Smart Is Your President? Testing the Intelligence of President Barack Obama. Our player for today, of course, the President of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama. Now, we went over the rules backstage. The game is very simple. We're going to ask you a series of questions. And you hit the fancy-smancy buzzer to answer the question. And we're going to start off right now. Question number one. How many states make up the United States of America?
3: Uh, I've now been in 57 states. I think one left to go.
1: Sorry, Mr. President. The answer to the question is 50. 50 states make up the United States of America. Next question. Name one European country.
6: Compared to countries like Europe?
1: Sorry, Mr. President. Europe is not a country. Next question: What is one of the treatments for asthma?
3: A breathalyzer or inhalator? Not a breathalyzer.
1: Uh, Sorry, Mister President, you meant to say inhaler. Inhaler was the answer that you were looking for. All right, next question. Okay, as the president of the United States of America. Recite for me the First Amendment of the United States Constitution.
3: I uh, I I guess... Hold on a second. So, so, uh, so all I'm... All all, all I... I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't start... Hold hold on. Uh,
1: Sorry, Mr. President. Time's (laughs) up. The First Amendment of the United States Constitution states as follows. Congress... Shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, something that you clearly know nothing about. Anyway, moving on, last and final question, Mr. President. Name the Mexican holiday in the month of May. The cinco de cuatro. Sorry, Mr. President, that was the wrong answer. You said four of five. The answer to the question is cinco de mayo, the fifth of May. That is the correct answer, and you are wrong again.
2: Well, that's
1: all the time that we have, folks. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Catch us next time when we play How Smart Is Your President? Testing the intelligence of President Barack Obama. I'm your host, G.C. Rock, and I'm out of here. Peace out, y'all.
0: Some socialists seem to believe that people should be numbers in a state computer. We believe they should be individuals. We're all unequal. I give way to the Honourable Gentleman.
7: There is no doubt that the Prime Minister has in many ways achieved substantial success yeah. in the yeah. Yeah. There, is, there is one statistic that I understand is not however challengeable. And that is that over her 11 years the gap between the richest 10% and the poorest 10% in this country has widened substantially. How can she say at the end of her chapter of British politics that she can justify many people in a constituency such as mine being relatively much poorer much less well-housed, and much less well-provided than it was in 1979. Surely she accepts that is not a record that she, or any Prime Minister, can be proud of. Mr
0: Speaker, all levels Surely of income she are better off than, than they were in 1979. But what the Honourable Member is saying is that he would rather the poor were poorer, provided the rich were less rich. That way you will never create the wealth for better social services as we have. And what a policy! Yes! He would rather have the poor poorer provide his original language. That is a liberal policy. Yes, it came out. He didn't intend it to, but he I did. To the, I give way to the Honourable Gentleman.
7: I'm extremely grateful. I'm extremely grateful. The, the, the Prime Minister is aware that uh, I detest every single one of her domestic policies and have never had that. And I think
0: that the Honourable Gentleman knows that I have the same contempt for his socialist policies as the people of East Europe who have experienced it have it for I think I must have hit the right nail on the head when I pointed out that the logic of those policies are they'd rather have the poor poorer. Once they start to talk about the gap, they'd rather the gap were that.
3: Down here. That.
0: Not that. For that. So long as the gap is smaller, so long as the gap oh is God. smaller, they'd rather have the poor poorer. You do not create wealth and opportunity that way. You do not create a poverty-owning democracy that way.
4: All right. Welcome back, folks, to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. The calling number is 347-884-8500. Is she right? And of course she is.
5: And of course she is. But, you know, not – here's the thing that puzzles me.
4: Not every liberal, not all liberals, not most liberals are – most liberals are – they're not stupid people. You know they're they're not like uneducated and and this and what Margaret says, and what Milton Freeman said, they make perfect sense. they're logical, they're well thought out, they're analytical, but the problem with most liberals is they don't think that way; they think with their hearts, and yeah, who can begrudge that really? They go on how they feel. Not what makes sense. Not what's right. Not
5: what's accurate. Not facts. They feel a certain way. They feel that those
4: of us who have too much, we got that way because we
5: took advantage of someone else. And that that right needs to be addressed, so that the fact that
4: I own, let's just take me for example, I own a C300 Mercedes-Benz, I own an M-Class SUV, I own a Mini Cooper Coupe two-seater. Now, in in the minds of a socialist or a liberal, that's too much. I'm only one guy. I can only drive one car at a time. I should... I should donate that SUV to an unwed mother with four children with no daddy in sight so that she can use it to get around town to go look for a job. I should donate that C-Class so some needy family can have a vehicle to get around in because, after all, I'm just one guy.
5: I don't need all these goodies. In fact, the government would like to take
4: those items from me and leave me with the Mini Cooper Coupe with just two seats, and that should be enough for you. Because Obama, as Obama said so stupidly a few years ago,
5: he does believe that at some point we've made enough money. What business is it of his? I don't know. But with that in mind, we're going to take our call. Call you on with the Dr. C. Robert Jones situation report.
6: Yeah, I was a gunslinger from Dallas, Texas. Guns. How was your Christmas? Oh, uh, yeah, it was okay here and there. Not a, no white Christmas. So, okay. It, you know,
3: yeah, yeah.
6: It, it tried to rain a little bit here, but, you know, other than that,
3: mm-hmm. pretty much,
6: you know, high and dry, luckily. <laughs> of course, we can't yeah. handle all that yeah. cold down here, you know, in Texas. We don't, I, I especially don't like cold. So, you know, if anything, anything snowing or icing or whatever. But I wanted to make a point on that. So, you was talking about the solar and the wind generating, okay? Yeah. One thing that these people can't get through their thick heads is it will never work on a large scale, okay?
3: Mm-hmm. I
6: don't care how many billions of tr- trillions of dollars you pump into that. It's never going to work. Solar, two reasons. Number one, the sun only shines when, when it's daylight out. And two, the cost factor of the equipment. If we had to rely on solar alone, okay, we'd, we'd be back in the prehistoric days, literally,
3: mm-hmm. okay?
6: Because the equipment is not technologically advanced enough to maintain what the power requirements of just the United States alone, for God's sakes, okay? Uh, yeah. The massive solar cells you would have to have, the massive inverters that you would have to have, because remember, people, solar is DC. Everything we use is AC. So you got to have equipment heavy enough and big enough to maintain the demand that the American people have, okay? It'll never work. The cost factor is out would be astronomical. Okay, basically the same thing with wind generation too. Look how big those things are. They're what, 150, 200, 300 feet in the air. Look at the maintenance con uh, the uh, cost on them. Look at the cost that it takes to build one of them things. Okay, and yeah. two now they're now they're having so many fires with them. Go on YouTube and look at all the fires that they, that they these things are. They're basically catching themselves on fire. Why? Because they overbuilt them. Because I read an article somewhere in one of the, one of a tech magazine that mm-hmm. they don't have a sophisticated enough oil for the for the main bearings. You know, because them them big mm-hmm. them big props have to have they they rotate on a bearing. Okay, for people that yeah. don't know, everything basically that rotates or moves has to have a bearing. Your wheel on your car has to have a bearing. Well, these things. They haven't got enough. They they can't find the right type of lubrication, and they spin so fast. You know when the wind blows, lower down blows, all that stuff catches themselves on fire. That'll never work. How's that going to work? So that right there. But they do know that, that that the technology that will work, and Tesla invented it. Go, read, go do go research his name. We'll find out that he did.
4: Well, yeah, I watched uh, Tesla's story uh for the first time on um on Netflix there's a a good a great movie that was uh um, prepared back in I believe the 50s uh on on his life and uh all of the technology that he had produced that was well before before his time and how a lot of it was stolen from him by um Mr uh, Edison whom he had uh, worked for um for, for a time before he branched out on his own. And, uh, yeah, well, you know what? The thing is, um, as I stated, I, I, I mean, I I drove through the great state of Indiana a couple of weeks ago, headed uh, back to my hometown of Chicago uh, for my son's graduation from the police academy there. And I passed through a portion of Indiana not far from the Chicago um the Chicago line about 90 miles from the Chicago line that uh, there were there was a, a two or three very long rows of of um uh, those uh wind windmills or blades and you know and I I took some pictures of them and uh I wondered you know how such massive blades were able to turn so easily and I also wondered how much electricity in fact did those um did those uh, blades uh, produce uh versus the cost of building them setting them up maintenance and all that is the cost uh, you know is it is it a good is it a good bargain you know a, a amount of money to spend because a, a lot of those things were cutting through somebody's farmland too you know so i wondered you know what was the cost uh, cost of uh building versus the 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 savings in in electrical power and you know I, what? Are, you know what I think about this gunslinger. I think that they're, not, they're they're not concerned about the cost. They're concerned about the environment being harmed. So whatever it costs, in, in, in the liberals' mind, it's worth it. You know, for for example, I'm, when I think about electric cars, uh, and how you you know you drive a car, you're not using gasoline and you're using electricity. And there are power stations that could be set up in your home to draw power from your electrical outlets to to charge your vehicle. And you know, when I'm thinking of that, I'm thinking, okay, wow, well, I don't have to pay 2 or 3 dollars a gallon of gas. I can just plug my car up to the outlet in my home and charge up my ride. It's free. You know, I don't have to go to the gas station. Of course it's not free because whatever power you're drawing from your electrical outlet is a bill you have to pay later on that month. And so I'm wondering, you know, the cost of of drawing that power, it's going to come out eventually, and it's probably going to cost more than the amount that you would spend at a gas station. So it's not – for them, it's cost – Hey, that's that's no big deal. It's it's it no whatever it costs. Even if the the amount of electricity used to power your vehicle electrically costs more than you would pay at the pump, well, it's not about that for them. It's about protecting the environment. And I submit, Gunslinger, that this, like I said earlier in the broadcast, this planet has been through a whole hell of a lot more. And survive than what we puny little humans can do to it.
6: Oh yeah, I would, I would have to agree on that. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's been around a whole lot longer than we have. Okay, and yeah. it survived um, uh, asteroid, uh, uh, you know, hitting the hitting the Earth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all, all earthquakes and volcanoes and. And and just and rising up, yeah, out of the ocean and tsunamis and good God knows what everything else, okay? And yet it's still here. <laughs> it's still yeah. here. So obviously there is a safety, some type of safety protocol or something that maybe God, I guess God must have uh, put in to everything, mm-hmm. you know, to keep mm-hmm. things from falling apart, flying apart. Yeah. Because if we had anything to do with it, the damn thing would have already done blown itself up. Okay, I, I really think oh, that. Oh, no doubt. Okay, because man can't do anything right. Okay, yeah, we got a, we got good, cool play play toys and play gadgets and you know computers and you know stuff like that. But overall, we 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 still dumb as a, as a box rocks. Okay, as I like to say.
3: Yes. Okay, because
6: yeah. we're still using things that pollute the atmosphere. Okay, like. You know fossil fuels. If you believe that crazy ass idea that dinosaurs died and dug themselves down, you know miles into the ground and turned into oil. But you know whatever.
4: Uh, <laughs> I was raised. To, you know, I was raised to believe that a uh, uh, gun. I yeah. was raised to believe. I thought, oh man, all those dinosaurs turned into oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I
6: mean, can that. you believe that? I mean, we've all we've all been fed a lot. Okay, because we know that there. Number one, yeah. there wasn't enough dinosaurs. Okay, in the entire, the era that they supposedly lived at, mm-hmm. to, to have all this oil that we've been pumping billions and trillions of barrels over the decades, out. Okay, it's impossible.
3: Yeah.
6: Okay, I mean I don't yeah. care how big them things were. If if a dinosaur, if you had a twenty ton dinosaur out there, you boil him down, you might get a barrel of oil out of it. Okay.
3: Mm, if you get that,
6: much. okay. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah. If you even get that, so obviously that is a misnomer. Obviously that is false. For what reason? Well, because there's other, probably other answers to that, I imagine. But yeah. you know, any of these, any of these other alternative forces, like Tesla, it's been proven. They've proven that what he what he's already discovered would work. Okay, even on a large scale. Uh, system like the grid that we have here in the United States and throughout the world. Uh, so, but we're still using all this, all this stuff that pollutes the air. You know, the oil, uh, nuclear. Okay, there. Oh boy, there's a good one there. <laughs> yeah, we ought to have all nuclear. Huh? Go ask Japan and Chernobyl and Three Mile Island. That ask them what they think about it now. Okay, so yeah. but like it all, like it all boils down to you know. We're still and I don't care if it's nuclear, okay. We're still stuck still in the in the industrial revolution 'cause guess what people? Most of that electricity, probably ninety five percent of it, is generated by steam. or steam boil water. That's it. Yeah. I do
3: even really yeah. think a nuclear
6: plant does. For people I'm serious, people you can you can ask some people, Well how does a nuclear plant work? Well, it's that nuclear process that makes the electricity. I almost I almost fall over laughing. I said, No, it's not it's just water. So well, the, yeah,
5: yeah. It's nuclear is a high tech part. let me let me
4: ask you this, you know? let me ask you this, uh, gunslinger. Let me ask you, let me just, uh, since the census uh, I, on the Drudge Report, uh, the website, the Drudge Report. Uh, the, there's a uh, there's a census report there that says that uh, the U.S. population is at 320.9 million. Up oh. 0.7 percent from year from a year ago. So add the US population uh build to the incoming um folks from other countries such as Mexico uh and 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 so on. Do you believe that this country is becoming overpopulated, overcrowded and thus will yeah, I mean, how do? What do you think about that?
6: It's, I mean, probably I would say it's not necessarily overcrowded, but it's 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 they're they're doing it in the illegal way. I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to come in this country, fine. You come in you come in the front door. You come in legal, okay, but you don't come in illegally and possibly bringing in your criminality, your gangs. Your diseases, okay. I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at the look at the borders down here. They don't. They have no idea what's coming over that border. Okay, it could be yeah. uh, unreported cases of Ebola. It could be. Oh man, it could be all kinds of things. Name it. Could it. Any, okay? it could
4: be anything. It could be anything. It could be terrorists uh, or folks terrorist? who want to harm the
6: country, and on and on. That's right. Yeah, anything. So instead of Going over there and spending all this money on these crazy ass wars they got overseas. Why don't they put those troops down here on the border and secure that border? You don't see them piling over the the Canadian border. Maybe it's too cold up there. I don't know. But you don't see them coming over the Canadian border like you do the south border. I mean, it's just wide open. So why don't they secure the? Why don't they take these troops? You know, you want to have all these troops and all these all these Rabs and all these all this military equipment. Send it down there. Put it on the border. Let's stop some of this stuff.
4: Yeah, you know, it's it, that some of that some of that stuff's only going to happen once we get a new administration in, and there and hopefully there will re- be a Republican administration. I don't actually switching switching segueing into another another brief topic before we get off here. We're just under under six minutes here. Um, you know, I'm looking at the field for next. Um, the next presidential election cycle, and it seems that George Bush – I mean not – oh, my goodness. Jeb Bush has jumped to the uh, to the front-runner status. We still got Mitt Romney in play, and the Democrats seem to have uh, one superstar, and that is Hillary Clinton with Elizabeth Warren coming in at a close second. So – you know, honestly, I don't see the Democrats fielding a really good candidate other than hillary um and we've already tried the socialist um approach with Obama, and that hasn't worked out and Having another Democrat run on a similar if not more um extensive or or, or intense uh socialist platform than Obama would certainly isn't gonna work in my opinion. What do you think?
6: Oh, you're absolutely right. It's not going to work at all. Boy, you, you talk about a, a, that. That's a hell of a choice. there. OK, the another member of the Bush crime family. OK, and all those other ones that are basically they still going to just do the same thing. OK, instead of doing something good for the country, they just try to tear it down. If you was the, if you had the power of the president, wouldn't you be able to or want to uh, increase the 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 wealth of the of the country that you're president of. You won't jobs, you want all this stuff. But no, what are they doing? They're tearing it down.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, indeed and and that 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 is that that's the sad part. Uh so here's what we're going to do. Uh we're we're just about out of time, Gunslinger. Thank you so much for calling in. What we're going to do is we're going to do a part 2 of the show tomorrow cuz I have not yet, I mean I've gotten almost just just under halfway through with uh the Bernie Sanders um uh capitalist uh, socialist uh well socialist plan. So we're going to finish this up tomorrow. I want to thank every thank you, Gunslinger, for, for uh for helping making the show run smoothly. I do appreciate your call in. Hey, come back tomorrow if you can. We'll finish up here. Thanks again. Sure. Um Yeah. So we we hadn't been able to get through all of our all of our uh, uh Bernie Sanders plan. We only had an hour, but you know, so we're gonna get we're gonna come back tomorrow. We're gonna do this all over again. And I really want to thank Gun, Gunslinger for calling in and thank all of you for listening tonight. You guys were great. Um there's so many things you could be doing and you chose to come in and listen to my show. And I do so appreciate you for doing so. Thank you so much. And tune into G ski show. He's back on Wednesdays. And of course the exceptional conservative has a great show going on. And so many other great blog talk radio shows are out there. Uh, And so please do listen in. we're going to close with our very last Christmas song of the year. Christmas has gone by so fast. I tell you what, this season is just I, – I'm, I'm, I don't even want to take my tree down. Do you? Anyway, we're out. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out.
3: Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. For the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on Bob still ring, Making spirits bright Oh, what fun it is to sing A singing song tonight Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to No, in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on Bob still ring Making spirits bright Oh, what fun it is to sing A singing song tonight A jingle bell, a jingle bells, Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to rock and